Praise the Lord Jesus. It is an honor to give glory to God. As you know, last week we have embarked on a new initiative where I'm actually looking at the Psalms and this, I call the Psalms um, a name or refer to it as the heart of God, hearing the voice of God through the Psalms. As I said last week, they are real life experiences. We're going to hear moments of joy and moments of pain. And so today I just want to discuss with you another psalm and today i have my friend harriet james johnson and i'm going to ask her just to talk about her favorite psalm and just what it means so harriet let us hear about the, your favorite psalm and what does that mean and just to kind of flesh it out a little bit for us so my favorite psalm would be psalm 91 and what it means to me it's just a psalm of protection, a psalm of covering. It just reminds me of, you know, what God can do and is doing for me. And, you know, I just feel safe. When I read that psalm, I just feel safe knowing the God that I serve and knowing what, you know, he can do. And, you know, it's just parts of the psalm that tells of his promises and what he will do and how he covers us and how he keeps us from the snare of the fowler and the noise of pestilence and all that so i'm just so excited when i read that psalm and you know i think my favorite part of the psalm is the very end where it tells us if we do what we have to do god will do what he has to do so the last three verses of that psalm Psalm um, verse 14 to 16, it says, Because he had set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I have set him on high because he has known my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I'll be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. And the him that he's talking about is me. It's you. So God is basically saying, if you do your part, I will do my part. So all the promises from verse 1 through to verse 13, that's God's promises. And then we need to do our part. So I just love that song. And it just reminds me that, you know, I serve a God that he, he, he keeps his word. He does not go back on his word. So I just love it. But one of the interesting things, Harriet, is that I noticed that you did not look at the Bible to quote those verses. What is it about verse 14 through to 16 that resonates with you? It's my responsibility to God. So in verses 1 through 13, I read of everything that he will do for me. So I was just like, you know, I really need to zero in on what I need to do. So God basically says, you know what? I set my love upon you. I will deliver you, but you have to honor me. You have to do your part because of course, in the beginning, he said, he that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. So God is just saying, if you dwell, if you stay, if you stick it out, if you just be with me, that's what I will do. He's not asking us to visit it and run away. No, God wants us to dwell, to settle down, and just to be in that secret place with him. And what is a secret place? A sacred place. So how did you come to love this psalm for it to become your favorite psalm? So when I got saved, I have a sister, my older sister. She's 
kind of like a Bible drill sergeant. And she said to me, you have to get to learn all of Psalm 91. And I looked at it and I said, 16 verses? There's no way. And she said, trust me, if you put your mind to it, you will do it. And I did it. So I actually, you know, studied. I actually memorized the entire 16 verses of Psalm 91. Because sometimes when I'm going through, when I'm driving, sometimes I just want to talk to God and I just repeat it. And I say, you know what, God, you have so many promises. So I will just, you know, start saying Psalm 91 and just bask in his presence because it just makes me feel so protected, so covered, so kept because of all the promises he has in that Psalm. And thank you so much. In closing, what would you say to a new convert um, in relation to Psalm 91? Is there any particular verse that you think or verses that you would want to leave with them? Or maybe it's the, those that you have already specifically referred to? Absolutely. Verses 4 and 5 that says, He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day. We live in a real world. We live in a real world and we are going to need the covering. So God is saying he will cover us with his feathers and under his wings, we will trust. So it's like, you know, a mother hen with her chicks. No one can touch her chicks when she covered them under her feathers. So for a new person, I would say, get to know the father. He will cover you. He will keep you. And it also says that thou shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that fly by day. That covers the entire day. So God is saying you have 24 hour protection. He's on watch 24 hours over your life. That's what I would say. Amen. Thank you so much. And it's pretty hard for me to identify a particular verse because all of the verses and they are so impacting but when I look at verse 2 of Psalm 91 I will say of the Lord you know he is my refuge and my fortress my God in him will I trust I that you know first person singular referred to I not Harriet but I even though I'm sitting next to her but I will trust in the Lord I have made a decision that comes what may I am going to put my entire trust in the Lord because what he is my refuge is my place of security and stability and even when I'm my back is against the wall and I can't navigate and I don't see the end I still must trust in him because what the word of the Lord also said when you move down in, in verse 7 a thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand but it shall not come nigh thee and you may say okay wow that's a large number but listen the enemy who comes against you in these large numbers God is saying when you trusted him the situation the mountain the obstacle the thing that seemed so big and huge God said listen he would bring them down there's another scripture not necessarily a psalm that says in every high places he will bring down Ah, God, but verse 8 says, Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Oh, God, I don't want to get into Psalm 73, but Psalm 73 will tell you, listen, David said, I was envious of the foolish when I saw the prosperity mm -hmm. of the wicked. Yes. But he says, when I, I don't want to get into the Psalms because one day we're going to talk about that. Yes. But he says, until I went into the sanctuary of, sanctuary of the Lord. Oh, yes. I understood their end. Psalm 91 
today that is what we're leaving with you that is what we want you to embrace today and parry before we close off just pray a prayer of coverage over their lives in jesus name Amen. Amen. Father, we just want to bless your name. Father, we just want to thank you, Lord God. Father God, we thank you that we serve the God of Psalm 91. We serve a God that covers, a God that protects, a God that keeps, a God that is already in our tomorrow, a God that keeps us from the snare of the fowl and the noise of pestilence, a God that covers us, a God that says that only with our eyes we will behold and see the reward of the wicked. Father, we just want to thank you, Lord God. Father God, we just want to bless your name, Lord God. We thank you, Lord Jesus that you are God and God all by yourself, Lord. Father, you sit high and you look low, Father God. Your unseen eyes are upon the earth, Lord God, to watch over your creation. So, Father, we just want to glorify you tonight. We just want to bless your name. We just want to continue to honor you and give you thanks because you are the God that we can abide with in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Thank you for tuning into the voice of prayer. And as usual, I encourage you to listen and to share until next week until we meet god bless you in jesus name